booked and busy. <laughs> 2019 <laughs> mood. Oh my god. Yes, yes, yes. Um, in that mood. <laughs> yes. So we just discovered uh Ricky D. Thompson's um IG page, mm-hmm. and we camped there mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. So this is why Usung will be quoting him throughout the podcast, throughout this episode. I hope I don't. I hope this is not a thing for the whole 2019. Oh, it's for the whole 2019. Yeah, but it's a whole mood, it's a whole vibe. Go follow him. Yes. Rickety Thompson. Anyways, hey guys. Happy New Year. Happy. It's, it's Lusungu and Umba on Feministic. Wow, Malawian. <laughs> wow. That's a new thing. <laughs> well, until, until we get the thing. So. See, Dilimomo is also my thing. Ah, uh, oh, it's annoying. Dilimomo, Dilimomo. Uh, she has this thing when she says Dilimomo, when she's saying she's going to participate in something or come and eat your food or, yeah, it means different things. <laughs> it means right? different things. Mm-hmm. I just picked it up on the internet. Okay. The cool kids are using it, so I'm like, mm, okay. let's jump on it. Alrighty. Okay, so, uh, hi, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. I've been really, really, really tired lately since I got back from the holiday and I was thinking maybe it's the holiday hangover, it will pass. Yeah. But really hasn't. So uh, I have used the weekend to sort of rest and just pay more attention to my body and try to get as much rest as possible. Yeah. But it was a productive week as well. So yeah. that's good. Awesome. How was yours? Oh, the good week. New, New job. job. What what? <laughs> Yeah, drop the details. Okay, so I've joined um, this program funded by DFID. It's on um, ending uh, what violence against women and girls. Oh, so I've joined as the Vogue lead and it's exciting. I'm so excited because the language is different now because mm. in our field, usually you come across the same thing. You know, every organization is doing the same, but this program is a learning program. So there's a lot of room to check is this really working and like take steps back and start afresh with something else that's amazing so, that's yeah. um i don't know if that's a different thing that they're trying to do now mm-hmm. because even with the project that we have with different the leave no girl behind yeah it's also a learning program mm-hmm. with marginalized girls so they're trying to say okay try this try this and let's yeah. see what works yeah I and those are the best okay. kind of programs i know right and i think diffid has invested like the past five years they've invested a lot of money in trying to see what works in mm. ending you know violence against women and girls and i I think that should be the same for other programs True. as well yeah because yeah. i know the m and d component like back in the day was like an afterthought oh okay we'll need to monitor and then the budget would be really small mm. but then if you include it uh using what are they calling it the pdia like problem driven iterative adaptive approach mm-hmm. where you're you're experimenting with different things and mm-hmm. you are it's always a back and forth and adapting yeah i think it's awesome proposals should not and programs should not be rigid no they shouldn't we said we'll do this we mm. have to do it even though it's not working i mean contexts are forever changing exactly so we, we can't exactly. be rigid yeah okay so um i think we we're gonna start with uh sharing and sending our love and prayers to zimbabwe and kenya, and kenya. 
recently in Kenya there was like an Al-Shabaab uh, attack, terrorist attack yeah. at uh, Riverside. Yes, Riverside. And a lot of, I think over 14 people died. Mm. And more than that figure are traumatized because they experienced the thing. It was, yeah. I mean, it was heartbreaking to see on Twitter people posting that maybe I would die and I'd like to say bye oh, yeah. to my family. Yes. Yeah, they, oh, gosh. I can't imagine. Yeah. And in Zim, people have died there too because mm. of the protests and whatnot. And yeah, yeah it's just... It's a lot. It's, it's a lot, yeah. But yeah, we just want to send our love and strength to our sisters in both countries and everyone else. Mm. Um, also, being mindful that whenever there's uh, such violence and attacks, that women's bodies are used as weapons of war. Yes. And that they face twice uh, the danger and the vulnerability yes. um, when these things are happening. Mm-hmm. So sending them strength, love, and light. Yes. Um, I mean, I-, I saw this tweet and I retweeted it. Um, and I was very cursed by it because yeah. they said that it's easy for us that are not in the in those countries experiencing those things to sort of step back and say, oh, I'm triggered. Uh, I, I don't want to read this anymore. Yeah. But for the people that are in the thick of it, they don't have a choice. They can't pull back. They exactly. can't take a minute out uh, mm-hmm. because they're triggered. They have to go through those things every day. So yeah. I think it's, yeah, man, let's do our bits and bobs to help yeah, out whenever like we can. information out. Retweets. Retweets and, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. Mm. Okay. So, a recap on what big two big things we want to talk about. Mm. Firstly, the holiday. Yes, the vacation. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was amazing. That was out of this world. Yeah, and for new listeners, we went on a vacation for the first time, Umba and I and another friend, and it was our first time outside Malawi on our own paid for vacation, <laughs> vacation. <laughs> and it we went to cape town we spent a week in cape town and we spent a week in Jobek, and it was the most amazing experience i think my highlight was the wine tasting in cape town and oh, the table mountain. mountain oh my yeah. gosh it was so yeah. beautiful yeah and yeah so i think money is good you think <laughs> i did not just tweet that man, man is an antidepressant straight straight up straight up we agree 100 percent. let nobody lie to you guys money is good yep. i mean when you have money and you plan properly you you're going to enjoy life oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah definitely yeah we started planning we started talking about it in june and we started making payments for our holiday in september mm. and by december everything was saved we had our tickets we had our accommodation in both cape town and Joburg, and we had saved money for shopping and money for activities, activities yeah. and it was just woo. money for drinks we had a yes. drinks budget yes <laughs> yes we did yeah and it was yeah it was nice but then there was also another bit that i thought we were not very conscious we were not consciously thinking about it or even talking about it mm. but um umba brought it up on twitter when uh, a friend of hers asked her how the holiday was so mm. i'll leave her to tell 
Oh, okay. <laughs> so it wasn't more about how the holiday was, but why I decided to go to with go friends al- yes, and not yes. alone. Mm. Um, and my first reason was I wanted to share the experience with people I love, mm. but also for safety reasons. Yeah. Um, and it's only now that uh, I'm back, we're back, and we had this conversation earlier with Lusungu that we really didn't talk about it. It was just unconsciously on all of our minds the whole time, the whole two weeks that yeah. we had to be alert and try to be safe. Mm-hmm. And we, if we felt like a situation was not safe, we had to strategize. Exactly. And then together, because then we'd speak, uh, <laughs> to each other and say, oh, uh, is his and yes. that kind yes. of thing. Yes. But yeah, it, it's just a reminder that we... We live in a world where women's bodies are not safe. Yeah. Like we cannot just maneuver freely yeah. without worrying about our safety. Yeah. We even have courts, don't we? Like it was just obvious that no one should sleep in an Uber. When we we're coming from, from a night out. Like we're no. not, if someone is dozing, be like, hey, hey no sleeping. No sleeping. <laughs> always, always be on their alert. Yeah. Yeah. I live for the day that we won't have to do that. Yeah. Because uh, do you know? Do you think it's also connected to why after we came back, after we came back, we felt exhausted? I think it was like we are letting is. go of now that state of just being, being alert. Because yes. now you're like, that's fine. Your whole everything went yeah. well. Yeah. And not that saying that Malawi is safe, but no. there's just a different dynamic of being when in a foreign in a country, different country. Yeah. And knowing that there's no help, there's no person you can call to help you. Yes. If you're screaming in your local language, then, I mean... Yeah. I don't know, if something is happening, you, I don't know, what's your reflex language? It's oh, like when me? a dog comes, you say, joker, you don't say, I... go away. <laughs> so, exactly. Knowing that the way I want to communicate for, to be understood fully in my own language, no one can understand that. Yeah. And also that speaking your language then makes you a target because they know you're not from there yeah, and exactly. you're visiting and you have money uh-huh. and all those things. So yeah. I, I really think that was part of it. Mm-hmm. I, I truly mm-hmm. agree. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise it I was mean, a good vacation. Yeah. We are next going to where maybe there are elephants or whatever. Why are you saying it like that? Like you won't have fun. <sighs> okay. Our next destination is a place where I can swim with elephants. That's because she's obsessed with elephants. Elephants are amazing animals. Oh, they are more than amazing. Okay. Anyway, they can survive in water and land. They can run for the kilometers. They can survive the in hell? water. Excuse they me. They do. Oh gosh, do they go as far as like halfway Lake Malawi? Oh no, they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But if you run into water, they'll come get you. I don't want an elephant saving <laughs> my life. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, anyways, yeah. I turned thirty this woo, year. Turn thirty on the tenth of January. So yeah, I'm thirty now, and it feels amazing. I feel the youngest. I think this is the youngest I've. Do you feel different? Like, I, I do feel different. That I need to, uh, not different in physical feeling. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, but in just you know that okay. You are 30, you need to be more responsive to your needs. You need to listen more to yourself, take care of your body, be healthy, take care of your mind. It's just, I think when we're younger, when we're younger, we give, uh, there's a lot of compromises and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of, um, uh, there's a lot of, oh, okay, you're allowed to 
for example, keep people in your life that you know you don't need, mm. for example. But then when you get to 30, I feel like it's just like, okay, that shit doesn't matter anymore. You, yeah. can, you can let go of, that, mm. uh, of many things and just be, you know. Mm. Yeah, but the most interesting part of turning 30, guys, was when I got a message from my loveliness. She was like, happy womb escape day. I'm like, my Jesus. And I... <laughs> It to me. I'm like, and what that's what the cool kids say nowadays. I saw it on Twitter, I think, or some someone wrote, "Happy womb escape day." I'm like, excuse yeah. me, who escapes the womb? You're literally pushed out of the womb. You no, know, but you're 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 also, you're not just pushed out. You are also making your way out. You are ready. Yes, you're ready to come out. It's that's why you have to be weird, pushed out. Umba. It is womb escape day. Yeah. <laughs> I think you need to catch up with the cool kids. I Anyways, know. I think so too. Anyways, yeah. yeah, so it was a good day. I spent it with people I love. I had a dinner. Had a lovely cake made that mm. said uh, fierce, fabulous, and feminist as well. Yes, loved it. Okay. Drop the deets. Who made your cake? The deets. Oh, yes. Beanies. Chikwanda. Oh my God. She's amazing and never disappoints. Mm. Like, you literally just explain. Or send her like five pictures and go like, I want this from this cake. I yeah. want this detail from this yeah. cake. And she'll bring it together. Yeah. And really oh my gosh, that. her cakes are really, really, really good. Yes. Yeah. So shout out to Binis. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. And shout out to uh, Toko Spoony of Zani Beauty. She did my makeup. Face bed. Yes. For my dinner. And yeah, I looked amazing. Yeah. Thank ya. Okay. So... We're getting into the new year mm-hmm. and we felt like today would be like a reflective, more of a reflective episode and uh, declutter, yeah? So, mm. <laughs> Umba doesn't understand why I'm saying declutter. She, that was the first word that she said, like, what is this episode be about? Declutter. I was like, okay. But also because Lusu comes up with all the titles for our episodes. And then I test them with her and then she'll say, no, not that one. No. And then you still go ahead. (laughs) Why do you even ask me in the first place? I'm not good with coming up with this. Yeah. So. Okay. So we're going to do this episode in the form of like questions or reflections. Mm. And then, yeah. So the first one is like a reflection. Like if you were to write your 2018 on a scale of one to 10. What would you give it? I would give it a 6.5. Mm-hmm. I think it was more than average. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of good things happened, but yeah. I also had my lowest moments. And I would, I would say by far yeah. the most lowest, lowest moments I've had in my life. Yeah. So I'd give it a 6.5. 6.5. Okay. Yeah. Out of 10. Okay. That's yeah. not bad. I would give my... Eight. A solid eight. A solid eight. I think it was relatively a good year. Mm. There were many high points and also there were low points as well. But I feel like um, I'm grateful there were more kind of like high high mm. points that were really, really important. So, yeah. Okay. So, getting in now, Umba. Mm-hmm. What were... Your 2018 highlights. Mm, okay. Like, mm-hmm. So my 2018 highlights, my first, and in no particular order. Yeah. Um, my first one would be uh, being part of the leadership team. 
So for the first time, she's coming because she already knows what it is. <laughs> for the first time um, at my organization, I work with Theatre for a Change, and uh, by August this year, I've clocked four years. Ooh, ooh. And for the time that I've been there, and from what I know, even yeah. from before, we've never really had... Um, like a Malawian team leading yeah. the organization. We've had a black person before uh, that was the country director, but he was not uh, Malawian. Yeah. So it's a big deal that we're taking this uh, huge step as an organization, but yeah. also forming sort of um, a team of Malawian people that will lead the organization. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think that was one of, yeah, mm, what are we saying? Highlights? Highlights. Yes. And being the only woman in the team of four people. So yes! That's amazing. And then you're going to pull more women up there. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, next. Oh, I, should I just go through all mine? Okay, do you want me? Okay. Yes, no, let's I do one, one. Okay, mine, the first one was my graduation. Woo-woo! Yeah, in, 20, in January 2018, I graduated from uh, Sussex University Institute of Demerits development studies with my master's degree in development studies and oh gosh i had wanted to do my master's for the longest time and i i didn't attend my undergrad graduation so i had never had that feeling of wearing a gown Mm -hmm. and that was my focus (laughs) the gown i didn't wear that gown (laughs) yes and then the yeah I graduated with a merit and uh it was it was the most awesome experience. My dad flew out to uh England to be at my graduation nice. and yeah, so it was I think solidly the happiest day of my life in yeah. twenty eighteen. Legit it was you can tell from the pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, what's your second? Um my second one is moving into my new house. Oh, I love your house. Yeah. The red it's wall. It's That's the only part she loves about it, the red wall. And yet, well, I was about to say you don't have any red wall, but you do in the kitchen. All right. Um, but yeah, I love my new house. I moved in May and I love it. It's so little and so nice. Yeah. It was weird when I first moved in because it was it's so little. It's not little, little. It's got two bedrooms. Yes, but because I was moving from a very huge house. Which was Which mostly I didn't empty. even like. And there it was were echoes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was too big, that house. But, yeah. So, yeah. That'll be my second highlight. Uh, okay. Uh, I think my second was getting growing ambitions registered. Oh, my God, you guys. Yo, we cried. We really did. <laughs> so, <laughs> we didn't expect oh, this emotion. I know. So, growing ambitions is our hard work. So, it's an organization that we co-founded. I, Umba, and uh, Chikondi. Shout out to Chikondi. And, uh, yeah, so, it we work at creating safe spaces for girls from peri-urban areas. So mm. it's mostly teen mothers and then girls we are supporting with um, uh, school fees and also just holding their hand because it's very much under feminist leadership, mm. you know. So we try to be that sister that holds their hands, that they don't have to walk alone. And also just another affirmative voice, I guess, mm. from everything else that they hear mm. so we've been trying to register it so that we can have more or the, we can create more opportunities for the girls and we can apply for more grants and mm. yeah because most of the resources from growing ambitions come straight from 
our pockets to mm. run the programs. So there's no excuse, guys. If you want to start something, start. Just start from it. your pocket and do it. Yeah. So we finally had it registered. We've got a board and uh, a board of trustees and it's registered with the Ministry of Justice. Right? Yeah. So that was the biggest yeah. the second. Yeah. That was, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. We are yet to celebrate that. I know. I, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my third one would be starting the podcast. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's mine too. I think. I mean, initially, you all know how I wanted to start a vlog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a YouTube channel. But Lusungu took over. She As still does know. her. She still does her vlogs please. on my WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Lusungu took over. And I was really took over s- such a, a wrong word. What's the word to use? I was like, "Do you want to start a podcast?" Not in no, not in that <laughs> way. Like, we should start a podcast. <laughs> what will our name be? What are we gonna talk about? Oh my god! <laughs> Please, why are you jumping the part where you said yes? <laughs> because I need to explain the taking over, and then I said yes. <laughs> what? No, you said yes before I I asked what the name would be. Okay, fine. <laughs> but yes. Anyway, so I think starting the podcast would be my highlight because I think it has uh, been an overwhelmingly good and uh, not bad, but enlightening uncomfortable, experience. Challenging. Uncomfortable, challenging. Oh, yeah, that's the word, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had very difficult conversations. We mm. have shared and overshared at mm. certain points, mm. but we've known that it's all necessary and that we know that we're starting conversations and helping someone else to say oh i go through that as well i know that and yeah yeah and i think it also helped us it's like a double blessing because it also helped us be better friends to each other true like we do not of course we argue sometimes but the thing is we now don't just argue and leave it Mm -hmm. (laughs) we need to come to like a place a balance where we're like okay i understand your point of view you understand mine because if we don't do that there will be no podcast <laughs> yeah there would be but you guys would, would, would sense, sense the energy yeah that, yeah something yeah is wrong. it would be like hi 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 it's so here and, <laughs> and <Uba. laughs> yeah okay. yeah so uh my i think is it my not my last one but okay. yeah it was the meeting the girls not brides meeting oh, that yeah, i got in invited malaysia. to in malaysia so i was not just a participant to this global you know global network of over 500 activist organizations and uh 90 government over 90 governments that are engaged in the fight against early marriages so i was invited as a participant but also as a facilitator mm. it was the most amazing experience <laughs> to just soak it all in and uh, oh my gosh i learned so much and i've been trying to unlearn so much as well mm. and it's just guys there's a lot of people out there who wish good for the planet and for other people and sometimes when we are overwhelmed with the bad things that are happening in the world i think it's a good reminder to see that there are a lot of people willing to have uncomfortable conversations that, mm. that are doing the work and what i loved most about the girls not brides global network is that it's the only global network i think that has the lowest number of international NGOs. So most of their memberships are grassroots mm. movement. And I think that's where the work is and that's where the money should go. Mm. So it was it was an awesome experience. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your next? 
my my next would be joining a research mm-hmm. um so research is a global collective of feminists from the global south yeah. uh, advocating for sexual productive health from a feminist perspective yeah so it's a big deal being part of this collective because i am looking forward to building my capacity as an advocate mm-hmm. i i consciously made the decision years ago that I didn't want to be in a lot of international spaces because it's easy to get lost yeah. because there's language that is being used in a certain way mm-hmm. and and sometimes the real issues on the on the ground are not really discussed because everyone else is concerned with where money comes from. Mm-hmm. What are the policies saying, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And where are we flying to for the next where, meeting? Yeah, of course, and they're always in the global north. Yep. So, but I also know that it's equally important to be in those spaces to push for narratives and stories that Mm -hmm. are reflective of what our situation and our context are like because we don't live in isolation it's Mm. a global community Mm. so i'm excited to be part of research and build my capacity and for now i want to focus on regional spaces and regional advocacy which is within africa and then take it to the global international spaces so yeah go baby go baby go and she is already involved at the regional level with a lot of networks like pepeta Mm -hmm. yes you are on the steering committee of that and yeah there are others that i will not mention Oh, there is uh the African feminist what? Young African feminist. Yes, yes, yes. Uh -uh. Okay. So yeah, she's. I don't know what she means that she wants to be more active at the region. I think she means the global now. No, no, I mean the region, but in the prominent spaces, like Uh being part of the Pepeda, but being present in Sadiq, being present at AU meetings, Uh being present at uh, SDG. Yes. uh, high level meetings in africa yes. such things mm-hmm. yeah awesome awesome <laughs> we're gonna sit next to each other there yeah yes you okay the donor. okay what <laughs> okay next i think these two i'll just combine them cool um moving into my house yeah yes oh my gosh umba knows the process i went through i was actually depressed like i was so anxious if i didn't get to live in my own space i think i would have just had another breakdown mm. i had to find my own moving space. out was very, yeah, was very important yeah. yeah and most importantly for 2018 umba sent me on a vacation oh wow to mombasa <laughs> kenya guys white sands five star <laughs> hotel my god for People a whole like, five oh days god, I want to find like umba, <laughs> but please explain the story <laughs> I don't okay. have such money. <laughs> so this is an example of how women should uh, support other women and push each other and, you know, uh, not hold opportunities for yourself. So this mm. is what happened. Umba was supposed to attend a certain conference in Mombasa and she was not available on those dates, but she knew that what we're going to talk about would is something that I would also be interested in. So she was like, okay, do you want to go? I can, I'll put up your name. And she did. And I went. And this conference happened at a five-star hotel <laughs> with white sand. Wow. Guys, it was that uh, Indian Ocean, Pacific? I, I don't know. know. It was an ocean, an ocean. <laughs> And the sand was white. That's the most important <laughs> bit. 
So I'm yeah, sure know. it was it was one of my 2018 highlights. Oh, nice! Yeah. And you got to meet my friend Sibu. Oh yeah, 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 yes, yes. <laughs> and now Sibu is my friend too. Yeah, awesome. friends the Yes. Okay. okay. So, uh, moving to the not so great parts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were some of the lowest points for you in 2018? Okay. Um. So I have two. Mm-hmm. I think for me the 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 ones that stand out are two. Yeah. Uh, my two lowest moments. Yeah. Um. So I have already shared about my mental health challenges and how I ended up seeking professional help mm-hmm. uh, in 2018. Um, and that was because I went through my lowest and darkest uh, depressive episode. Mm. And that was contributed by so many factors, so many things that were happening to mm. me. So I, yes, ended up seeking professional help. But the other thing which I haven't shared with everyone else is how... Um, I found out two days before my 31st birthday uh, last year that I had fibroids. Mm. So I went to, so I had my normal period and yeah. then I could, I continued to spot for like uh, two weeks. Yeah. So I went to the gynecologist and then I was like, oh, sometimes it's normal. Has this happened before? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Anyway, let's do a scan. And then he scans me and he says, oh, you have fibroids. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> I don't feel different. I don't feel any pain. Like, no, no, no you don't have it's not always painful mm. but yeah they're there so i'll go into the details some other day but so he was like oh uh how old are you i'm like 31 are you married no are you planning to have kids anytime soon no and he's like oh well if this is the case then you probably have like this year next year to have a baby because oh they'll bring complications and i was just like <clears throat> what what like and note that i I think for for me the thing that um I don't know what the word is hurt me the most was mm. being diagnosed with fibroids meant taking away the choice from me and the decision to decide when I want to have yes. a baby. And if you want to if have I want a baby. baby. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I have a year or two now I have to panic. I'm like, no, but I don't want it this year. I don't want a baby next year. Exactly. So I guess we need to just I don't know, mm. <laughs> do whatever you need mm. to do. But then I had to seek a second opinion because, you know, I feel like everyone else that, or at least everyone else that I've talked to that gets diagnosed with fibroids, uh, there's a big connection that they make to infertility. But yeah. my, uh, the other gynecologist that I went to says that is not the case. There's no attachment. It's just that it brings a lot of complications yeah. uh, if you want to get pregnant and mm. if you get them removed and how your body will heal, how the scar will heal. Mm. Uh, but yeah so and i I went through and i think that also contributed to my uh depressive episode yes and i went through denial because i found out today for my birthday that means in april Mm -hmm. and i went to the other gynecologist in the same month or if not may Mm -hmm. and then i didn't do anything like after i went she said uh okay they've given you the meds it'll control your cycle for now and then you get back to your normal cycle Mm. and i said okay and then she prescribed some other meds that were hormone. I said, I don't want them. Mm. And then I left. I didn't go back after like five or six months. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, fine. And she was like, you need to come regular because we need to keep checking them. Yeah. Well, for the second one, then she's more prone to, you don't have to remove them now. They're not yeah. life-threatening. They're too small. But yeah. you can just continue to like monitor them and see where we'll go. Mm. So yeah, that was a oh, lot. Wow. 
and then I, I really haven't talked to my family mm. yet because I feel like my mom was just blah blah and then she kept saying oh when are you having a baby I'm like oh. sister see star <laughs> <laughs> you cannot you cannot oh god yeah yeah okay. so yeah yeah but i'm proud of you for being no i'm not gonna say strong but for for getting past the denial and deciding to do something about it and not let it completely like control how you're living and yeah mm. yeah so yeah, I think we've talked about this about sitting in the pain. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was instead about to of say. yeah, of yeah. ignoring it and doing uh, yeah. Yeah, I think we we did that. I mean, after Lusungu, we can share yours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mine, I think the first one was uh, I ended a major okay a major relationship ended. It did not fail. It ended, mm. and um, I think although uh, it was major. In the fact that there was a ring involved mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was like, and knowing of family yeah a ring and all that family involvement yeah everyone it being said that okay now it's gonna be a marriage yeah so it was the right thing to do to for both of us to end the relationship but mm. it was still loss loss is still loss even when you feel like it's the right decision because you know you've invested emotionally in this person and they have invested in you and just that feeling that okay now i have to start afresh again and oh yeah starting afresh would mean being getting back to yourself and Mm. just being yourself Mm. and it doesn't necessarily have to mean starting afresh means being with someone else Mm. no it's just you now living without that relationship Mm. so yeah so i felt i that was i think one of my lowest points Mm. it was like hmm oh her that is done yeah. <laughs> yeah but i also want to say that uh no matter how bad a relationship is even when it's not working mm. bring up with someone is not easy yeah and it it doesn't mean you're going to hurt less because it was a bad relationship no. or anything no. or um no. it ended or it failed mm. which is the word you want to use End. it ended yeah yeah you're still going to go through the feelings and the emotions of losing, losing someone, someone and not being together because you had there were habits that you had set. There were things that you were yes, used to. Either yes. the calls or the texts or routines yes, that you had set yes, in place. Exactly. That part sucks. Yeah. And also that Malawi is too small. You're bound to meet to them. To meet the them. The very same day. Oh my gosh. It's so interesting. It's like, what? Mm. <laughs> it just all of a sudden. They're everywhere. <laughs> Their car is everywhere. It's and like... also because Malawi is so... There's this culture of wanting to know what's going on in each other's okay. lives yeah. like it's like everywhere you go the first question is where is he or mm. where is she mm. and then, oh and you're like oh not here oh what happened it's like come on let it go i, I let it like, go i don't want to oh, share it ended. okay fine yes that's let it, it go, yeah yeah and yeah i think my second lowest point was losing my cousin lydia mm. she was 25 years old my mom's sister's daughter and we were really really close she looked up to me like her big sister mm. and yeah so she died of cancer she had cancer in the in the colon, I don't know what they call that kind of cancer. There's a complicated name, but apparently it's very, very hard to treat because mm-hmm. of where it is. Because mm. then if you operate, it means you have to do uh, what? 
you you are cutting the digestive uh, uh, way right mm-hmm. so it has to be what's the process that they call it where they put a catheter so they will have to remove the intestine oh. on the side and oh. yeah and stuff it's so complicated and yeah during her last days she had the catheter and it was not easy mm. there was a time when we felt she would get better but yeah. then yeah but then that happened and she died and she's no longer here and i was just telling umba how i don't think time heals wounds especially where death is concerned of mm. loved ones i think what time does is help you adapt mm. to living without without someone because and also it's because there's no other choice yeah you don't have a choice yeah because for other things if you miss something so much you can always go back mm. you and say okay it's too much mm. i I miss this. Mm. But then if you miss someone who's dead, you can't you, you can't. can't bring them back. Yeah. So time just helps you adapt. So yeah. I think That's those true. were my two lowest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh okay. So moving on to lessons. Lessons, lessons. What did you learn in twenty eighteen that you're going to take with you into this new year? Mm. Okay. Um I think the first thing that I learned would be uh, to normalize therapy, that it's fine to get therapy. It's fine to ask for help. It's fine to, yeah, get professional help for your mental needs uh, or challenges. Mm -hmm. And quoting Priscilla, uh, she said that um, on the list that you have for your things to do this year, yeah. whether it's to get a car, get a house, mm-hmm. buy land, or whatever, add therapy to it. Yeah. Because as human beings, we are all going through the motions of life, and yes. you are bound to need therapy. Yeah. So that would be my first takeaway from 2018. Yeah. 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 I think mine is speak up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> speak up and negotiate your worth. Mm. So um, I think 2018, since I came back from school, I just came back with this realization that I'm not serving anyone by deciding to not speak up, Mm -hmm. like letting things go that I know I should stand up for. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and also cause I'm always like, Oh, for me, what you see is what you get. I, I talk my mind, you Mm -hmm. know how I feel, but then I'm like, "Ah." I didn't speak up there. Mm-hmm. I should have spoke up there. Yeah. And so I'm lying to myself. Yeah. And so just, you know, and also when I say negotiating, especially in terms of career, I think 2018 was when I came back from school and got my first job. It was the first time I negotiated for my package and mm-hmm. was like, and was like, I'm not, if you can't offer me this, it's fine. Yeah. I'm moving on to some, yes, I'm gonna, <laughs> and then being able to get, yeah. So it's just, that habit, I'm gonna take it. Yes, <laughs> booked and busy. <laughs> I don't know wow. where that came from. <laughs> okay, cool. oh my, my god. god, wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, okay. but I also think that's um, a skill that yeah. we need to learn, mm. like mm. negotiating, especially like we for work stuff i mean like for like salary packages yes most of us don't really 
negotiate. Yeah, yeah. and especially women. Because yes. this is the only way that I think, uh, I think I saw a tweet, uh, Chifundo, one of our friends attended this World Bank thing because she's at the World Bank, shout out Chifundo. But she said, there was one of the directors there and she said, if another woman joins an organization, tell them already what the salary scale is like so that they're not low board. Mm. That is how the only way we're going to cut the true, pay gap. Because people count on us not to talk to, talk to, to each, each other. other. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And especially women. Because, you know, uh, historically men have been the ones who get paid more mm. and they can negotiate. Mm. even Because you see, you look at their CV and mm. you're like, and you and get then, in this, yeah, and you true. look at yourself, you have to cross Indian Ocean, get three masters, mm. and then to, you know, to be good enough. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's that's an important yeah. skill. Wow, yeah. that's a, okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'll try that. Yeah. Um, okay, my second one was, uh, it's never too late to start saving and investing your money. Hallelujah. Let nobody lie to you. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You, I mean, if you feel like it, sometimes like, hey, I guys, I'm late. I'm late. You're, you're no. never late. No. Nope. I mean, start saving now. Start yeah. investing now. Yeah. Um, we both opened our own mutual accounts last year mm-hmm. and we're like, why did nobody tell, tell us, us to, do, to this. do this when we just started working yeah. like years ago? Yeah. But it's, it's never too late. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to unlearn uh, it's hard to unlearn everything mm-hmm. but it's hard to also unlearn your financial or spending habits yes and we i think for me that was a very big thing for last year like trying to see what kind of spender am i we are all emotional spenders yeah so we spend more in different uh yeah we, depending on how we're feeling. Yes. Yeah. So unlearning that was very hard and I'm still trying to unlearn that and, and be more disciplined with my money. But yeah. And I, I wish clothes would stop calling me in shops because when I go into a shop, then a cloth is like, sister, you need me shop. in your life. Sister, which shop in it's my like, life is calling yes, you <laughs> Sister, you go online to look for them. Then Those like, clothes are not calling what, you. What were you doing in your life without me? And I'm like, I agree. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to do another money region. Yeah. Okay. I'm yes. Another money talk. Ah, fine. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what's my... Oh, my second lesson that I'm taking into uh, 2019 is that wine and friendship are mm. two important things together. <laughs> so... <laughs> You don't yes. have friends that don't drink wine? <laughs> I do, but I'm just saying <laughs> okay. it's better if there's wine and there's friendship. Because, mm-hmm. uh, but seriously, looking back 2018, I feel like in my, in some of my lowest moments, wine and friendship saved me. Because mm-hmm. I always tell Umba and she, she then says, oh, get professional help. Yes. But so I've already said it. You can say it. But the thing is, I've Get had moments. Help. Oh God, I've had moments where I really wanted someone to just listen to me, and Umba has been that my sounding board with a bottle of wine, and we're talking. Not saying using wine to deflect from issues, mm. but because wine is there, but we're talking, we're having this very hard conversations, mm. and somehow I don't think we ever get drunk drunk from wine <laughs> during mm. those episodes. No, no. On other no. days, yes. Yes, when we're like, we're just drinking. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I think friendship, just 
2018, what 2018 has done for me was to help me cement female friendships, both online and offline, to just mm. know I've got this tribe and that I can rely on. And I want to maintain that for 2019. It's the smaller the circle, the, the better. But whatever, that's what works for me. Yeah. But whatever works for Everybody, you, yeah. go for that. Yeah. yeah. But keep those friends and wine close. Okay. okay, those are my ones. Do you have another? I have another. Yes. Uh, which is my last one. Do you have another? One? No. Okay, but you agree with this one. Yeah. Mm, I don't think she will. Say <laughs> Dating in your thirties mm. in Malawi mm. is what? It's not even an extreme sport, guys. It's non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> my God. Mm-hmm. Twenty eighteen was the year I tried Tinder, y'all. Mm-hmm. Tinder Malawi. Uh-huh. I've already tweeted about this. How Tinder Malawi is just of all the married men on there <laughs> you're like where can single people breathe where this is what are you, what are you doing, doing here and when you ask them oh i set it up a long time ago what oh my god yeah so yes i tried to know but ish it's been drama Drama. But I went, okay, I went on one date and then the other one got postponed or cancelled. Now I don't know what the situation is. When we were on vacation in Cape Town, though, there were so many There were so many of them, but it was scary as well. The safety thing. Yeah. Yeah. I went on Tinder too in Cape Town and Umba ruined it for me. <laughs> she kept... <laughs> She kept giving these weird answers to the people I matched with. And I think they probably were like, okay, this girl is a psycho. We're not gonna, we're not gonna. What did that guy say? I don't know. Oh, he asked if I was, uh, if I was South African and Edumba was like, uh, no fake Gucci. Um, I don't know. Gosh, he, the guy got scared off and didn't text me again. He wasn't scared. Mm-hmm. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. His grammar was not right. <laughs> That's why I said don't fake Gucci. He oh. said are you real African? Oh yeah. And I said no, no fake, fake Gucci. Gucci. Oh my lord. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. But yeah, guys, if you have information of where I can find nice single, single, single men, older men in Maui, let me know. Welcome to the club. Uh, see, this is why I, can't, I said Lusungu can't relate to this topic. Lusungu's taste for men are not Malawian. What does that even mean? I don't know. Okay. Next. Uh, what's the next question? What are you letting go of in 20, from 2018? Ooh, what wow. are, now, that's the point of the, point, uh, the episode. Declutter. Declutter. Yes. Okay. Um, my the first thing that I'm letting go of yes. uh, in 2018 is self body shaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that I was so uh, I wasn't kind to my body. Yeah, and because as I shared, like the first time that I realized that I had fibroids, uh, the doctor actually said your stomach is so bloated, like you're like two three months pregnant, and I was like, oh. This whole time I thought I had just a big tummy and I've been trying to work out oh, to flatten exactly. it. So I think it took me a long time then to just accept because if they're going to continue growing, then my tummy will keep getting bigger until the point when um, it's okay or it's 
safe to get an operation. Yeah. So being more kind to my body, uh, accepting the process that it is going through. I mean, if it's hard for me, then it's hard for it as well because it's not a normal thing that's happening. Mm. And yeah, just nurturing it through it all. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what am I letting go of? I'm letting go of bad habits. The first habit, I have a couple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. The first one is keeping people that no longer serve me or I no longer serve. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the people that I really, really want in my life, but they have outgrown me. Mm-hmm. I need to accept that mm-hmm. and let go and move on. Mm-hmm. Not like hot stuff like, hmm, oh, okay, okay. but yeah, accepting that, oh, you're good without me. And then it, it goes the other way as well. There are people that I have outgrown mm. and uh, that it's okay too to let go of, that kind of those people and to let them off my mind because mm. my bad habit is keeping them in my mind. And um, people who whose politics fundamentally are very much not aligned to mine and that might be some people who at some point were really good friends but then we've grown apart because of our politics and uh it's okay to have friends that you have different views about i mean if you were always with friends with the same things then it would be boring but yeah mm-hmm. but i mean for example if you are tra- if you are transphobic, if you are homophobic, if you if you think feminism is something to be debated, mm. you know, it's just energy draining, mm. and I, I can't. Yeah. So yeah, it's just to keep that distance. Mm-hmm. Another bad habit that I'm letting go of is speaking to myself about situations that I felt. I could have said something different mm. and so it be it makes me belittle myself and it shrinks me to say oh look at you you could have said this and that but you didn't and so i'll do that on the mirror i'll do that i'll get carried away right but then it doesn't put me in a good mental space mm. so i'm letting go of that mm-hmm. yes another bad habit mm-hmm. oh i don't think it's a bad habit but it's just um, me? letting go really umba scrutiny (laughs) (laughs) there's this habit where sometimes i don't have time to eat Mm -hmm. so i'll eat once a day and it will be a lot i'll just cook everything lock myself up and eat 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 and then go like what (laughs) and then just lie there (laughs) like it is done It is that. I don't want to do that anymore. If you could, you would roll from your living room to your bedroom. Yeah, because exactly. <laughs> I'm not doing that anymore. And also, of course, this one, Umba will agree with me. Red meat. Yes. No red meat in 2019. That's what we're trying to do. Yes. With an exception. For you. Yes. Yomba. No. Ori sausages. Ori sausages. Beef ori sausages. Uncle, that's Umba. Me, I like the pork sausages. And they're white. <laughs> yeah. We know what? This I'm will be harder to... for Umba than I. Because I already don't like red meat. But yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. True. I love red meat. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh-uh. No. 
Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. What was your do? Do you want to go to that, that other thing? Yes. Okay, so we can do that now. Okay. Because, yeah. So now we want to see. To no, wait, let me say my one point and then okay, we'll fine. Okay, fine. My other thing that I'm letting go of, now mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a habit or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, ignoring my triggers. Mm-hmm. I have a tendency to ignore my triggers mm-hmm. uh and to pretend like everything is fine for a while until i hit rock bottom mm-hmm. so for 2019 i'd like to be more alert uh to my uh mental triggers and mm-hmm. uh take care of myself or take measures to take care of myself uh early on yeah 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 okay so umba what do you want me to let go of Yes, so I find this thing where I'm going to tell Usungo the one thing that she needs to let go of and adding um, a twist to it, you cannot comment, you cannot ask a question, you cannot laugh. Okay. All you can say is, thank you, Umba. Okay. I will try. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. Go. <laughs> okay. So, Lusungu, for 2019, I want you to let, look at me. When I'm talking to you. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, we're turning. Look at mm-hmm. each other's eyes. So for 2019, mm-hmm. I would want you to let go of imaginary pain and doubt to... Wow, she's already about to laugh. I'm not laughing. To jump into this new adventure that you have going on okay. with this Mr. Lovely Man. Oh, to not run away when you feel love and goodness is coming your way, to receive it and be present in it because you cannot run away forever. Not everyone is out to get you or hurt you. Thank you, Umba. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, is it my turn? Yes. <laughs> okay. Umba. Umba, I want you to let go of your self-doubt that you are not just good enough, but you are excellent. And by this, I mean in um, in two areas, your career and your relationships. Mm-hmm. Your career, the, I have seen you not go for opportunities because you don't think and you give yourself excuses mm-hmm. where you, you're like, oh, I can't do this now because I've planned that I'll do this. Mm-hmm. But essentially, you're just running away because you think, oh, maybe I'll fail or maybe it will not go the way that I want it to go. But I have it on good authority that those things that you've gone for, you have excelled at them. Mm-hmm. So I want you to let go of that. You are enough. You are excellent. And everything that you you go for, even if it doesn't go the way that you want it to go, it doesn't make you any less worthy. In relationships, I want you to completely destroy the walls that you've put around you. Mm-hmm. The same excuses you make in this uh career in your career path and in opportunities you should go for you apply them there as mm. well you are comfortable in your comfort zone you and you want to stay there sometimes you try to take a peek but then you come back but i want you to know that that comfort zone does not serve you anymore mm. and it just 
deprives the world of your awesomeness oh. and your excellence and people you don't do a disservice to anyone by holding out your excellence and Take keeping yourself. it to yourself uh-huh Thank you, Lusungo. Thank you. <laughs> okay, this was harder than I imagined. <laughs> this is hard. Okay. All right. Okay. Next. What's next? Okay. I think we're done. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so as usual, we want to hear from you. We want you to share with us what you have planned for 2019 what are you letting go of what are your lessons from 2018 that you're taking with you and uh what were your highest and lowest moments mm-hmm. and remember some like uh, like lowest moments might trigger you so you don't have to you don't have to share mm-hmm. if you if you feel like you're not comfortable sharing but uh we are always here to listen and to engage you on our social media we are on twitter at feministing wm and we are on gmail at feministing wm at gmail.com don't be afraid to slip into slide is it slip or slide? slide? Slide into our DMs. Yeah. And hit us up. And would love to hear from you, yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Until the next time. Happy New Year. And I wanted to say something important. I've forgotten. Oh, we are doing a vision board. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. We're going to do a vision board by the end of January. I think January is basically a planning month. So we'll have <laughs> the vision board and we're going to share how yeah. that goes. It's our first time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Until Exciting. next time. It was Lusungu. And Umba. On Feminist Day. Wow, Malawian. Are you going to say peace? I say see ya, not peace. Okay, bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> oh, by the way, Umba's uh, Twitter is underscore at Nanzunga underscore. Mine wow. is simple. Wow. At Lusu Kalanga. Hit us up. All right, bye. Peace. <laughs>